Never had it so good. 101.1 radio, the best R&B and hip hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. 
Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thought, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're always happy to be here and be given the opportunity to have a conversation with you about the things that impact our lives now and in the future. And today is no different. We're going to take a short break and we'll come back and start our conversation. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to...
and in some cases it is criminal, and the 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 death of that child is prosecuted, and in some cases it is just uh, decided it was accidental. Uh, it is very difficult to know which one is which, and prosecutors and those on law enforcement have to make the decisions. But certainly, I know that I have forgotten things or become uh, in what we call robot mode when we go get in our cars and and uh, we just uh, kind of just zone out and just automatically do what we automatically do. Uh, so I just want to ask, you know, how do you, how do you think, what are your thoughts related to that? You know, we have laws now about parents leaving their guns to where uh, children can get a hold of it and children then accidentally shoot uh, their siblings or friends. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts about these kind of tragic situations and how they should be handled? Uh, Cheryl, what what are your thoughts? You know, this is, I mean, beyond tragic for a parent to lose two children at the same time, two twins uh, tragically left in a hot car and uh, not being able to be revived. And now you have two parents who have to to move on, and they have to be uh, aware that this can possibly turn in to a criminal behavior. Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? Um, you mentioned some key things. Um, you know, one of them was that a lot of the things we do about routine, and for whatever reason, I mean, I can't imagine, but I can't imagine, you know, but there are has to been something that was going on through the father's mind to have left the children. So this may not have been something maybe that he's not normally keep the kids. Uh, you know, nobody knows. Nobody knows what was going on through his mind but him. And But this is almost a whole work day. You know, when you drop them off, and then come back and pick them up. So I think I would have questions that you never woke up from your nap. You never, um, you know, when you wake up or if you take a nap, something's got to be missing. And at no time at all during this time did you think about the kids at all. So... I guess there's a lot of missing pieces, and only he can answer those questions. You know, what were you thinking? And where was your mind that at no point before the wife called again, you know, did you think to check on the kids? Um, Now, what the law is that's in place for that, I really don't know because I haven't looked into that particular incident but now you have death on your hands so and i don't know if it varies among states uh if it all you know the same across the board i really don't know but um 
like I said, there's a whole lot involved in it, and um, I really, I really can't. That's why I'm not good. I would not be good on a jury because um, I would have to know a whole lot more um, to be able to convince, and not just what they're willing to tell us to make that decision itself. So um, I don't know how to call it. All I can say is a tragic, tragic situation. Accident could have been, um, you know, whatever it is, but only he can answer those questions. And then from him answering it, a lot of times you can tell what's missing and what's not missing from his answers. You know, uh, Cheryl, uh, this looks to be a uh, one-car family. Uh, this gentleman was woken up, and he was asked to uh, take his wife uh, to work. And he woke up and, put you know, they took the infants with them, took the wife to work, and then he returned. And his mind was likely focused on nothing but getting back in bed and getting some additional rest. And uh, just did not turn around and recognize or look in his back seat to see that his kids were back there. And so now he goes and goes back to bed and, again, is not waking up until she calls. And the weather is extremely uh, hot. And, you know, it doesn't take much time for a car to heat up once it's in a stationary position and the sun is beaming down on it. And so those infants didn't stand a chance inside of that hot car. Uh, but you know what? As adults, we and, and we value our children. There's a need for us to get a message across to all the people out there who have children uh, to do something preventative uh, in order to make sure that they remember their precious cargo in the back seat. Um, you know, they talk about putting your cell phone in the back seat with the baby, so, you know, that's something you want to forget. But you need to devise a plan uh, to make sure you always look in your back seat if you have children. Uh, because you don't want to do something that is truly common. Uh, I know that um, there have been times when I leave my phone in my car, and it, it doesn't take long uh, for me to realize I don't have my cell phone. Uh, so, you know, we would think people would remember their kids, but there are some other things that we remember much more and we're going to do interact with much more that we need to put back there with our kids if we have kids so that we won't forget that they're back there. You know, you're right. But um, I don't know, I guess, and I'm just saying, me as a mother, I'm always and have always been conscious. You know, and one thing my daughter-in-law, you know, she makes fun of, now she only have two, you know, she have two infants and a um and a young boy, but she said, I don't care. Every time I get out and every time I get in, I gotta do a head count. I gotta make sure 
three came in and three come out, you know, and like you said, whatever it takes, but um, your mind is so distracted if you are doing so many things and you don't think about, you know, your children. And, you you know, one thing that you mentioned, you said about the cell phone. You know, how many people forget their cell phones? Not many at all. And because of that, you know, what's the difference because you're putting emotions on children that you would be more emotionally um, attached to the children than you are to the cell phone? But like I said, you know, those questions can only be answered by him. And through, you know, his answers, I think that many will be able to tell where his mind really was or what really what really took place, you know. But um, for now, you know, my heart goes out, especially to the mother who's at work. And then what you doing sleeping during the daytime anyway? If you don't have to work at night, and that may be the case, you may have to work at, you know, but if you're not working and your wife is working, you need to be up. I mean, you need to be up and doing some things and getting some things done. So that's what I'm saying. You know, we just with just this information, you can't give um, the best answers that you would like to give because you don't have all of the information. And in order to give, you know, the most intelligent um, response is you do need just a little bit more information. You know, we're always doing things, Cheryl, uh, in terms of a society to protect ourselves from um, these kind of tragic situations. You know, we mandate that people now use their seatbelt uh, because more people's lives are saved when using seatbelts. So we need uh, to, to figure out something uh, to change this um, situation related to these kids uh, constantly. Every year we find stories like this where parents have just uh, left their kids in the car and um, and we have to recognize that these children are valuable. It doesn't matter if they're white kids, black, Asian, or what, Hispanic. Humanity has to start in seeing and appreciating and respecting life uh, on all different levels. Uh, sometimes it seems that we're losing sight of import, how important life is, and we're casually allowing it uh, to slip away. And I know that this woman will never completely heal uh, from this tragic incident with these two little babies. No, I mean, how can you? You know, this is going to play over and over in her mind, you know, about what happened. And, I mean, you know, to her, this is was her world probably. And, you know, I could not even begin to imagine and don't want to imagine such a tragic, you know, situation. But um, not only that, it probably has already 
divided, you know, them because of what she's feeling is that how could you have done this, you know, regardless of what his explanation is, she's just lost two children, not one. And her pain is is so great that, you know, nothing he said can explain his way out of this. So um, this is, I mean, this is, like I said, this is probably one of the worst feelings to ever feel, you know, the loss of a child. And that's another feeling I would not want to um, to feel at all either, but um, my heart really goes out to her. Really, really does. All right, we're going to take a short break and come back and continue our conversation. Oh, yeah. 
I am this woman. I am this woman that has set the expectations of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman that does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream. I am the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth. Igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. different 
um, interactions with them and the police leading to African Americans being arrested. And uh, recently, a young man got into a disagreement with some of the workers at the Waffle House, and it ended up pretty badly for him. At some point, he was being choked around the neck and really being physically assaulted by this police officer. Uh, The chief of police has come to the uh, defense of the officer saying that uh, what he did was went along with policy. And certainly I can't imagine where having your neck, hands around a young person's neck, even though he was an adult, was uh, policy. But what are your thoughts about how we need to govern ourselves when it comes to organizations or companies seemingly having the inability to treat us with respect and we are consistently finding ourselves being arrested at these Waffle Houses? You know, I did get the opportunity to look at the video, and my first thought was, this officer did act inappropriately. First of all, I don't, and I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, choking a person should not be a part of trying to arrest a person. Not only was he choking him, I noticed as he threw him down to the ground, his neck area was right there on the edge of the concrete where the part he was laying on was higher than what the ground was. Now, here's the thing. To me, there there is a way that I've seen that I'm thinking that's in place that an officer should have done and act opposed to what officer did here. And... For anybody to come to the defense of this police officer ought to be ashamed of themselves for the simple reason. And I'm not, I'm not um, making light of what happened in Waffle House by no means because we haven't seen that. We haven't seen any um, altercation between, you know, this young guy and a worker, or whoever it may have been. But there is a way to handle things as well, and the way this officer handled things was, first of all, very inappropriate. Um, Suppose at the time that he's gasping for air that he would have killed this um, child. That very well could have happened. And then for you to defend in public, um, that seems to be very, very strange. And just like it's been said many, many, many times, if we stop bringing our dollars to places where these things are happening. Now, first of all, like I said, um, 
he probably whatever the conversation was, um, or whatever the dealings was between him and the employee, probably should never have escalated to the point where the employee had to call the police on him. That's the first thing. That we have to begin to learn how to conduct ourselves and you know, if we want to be handled and like I said, that was not appropriate at all. But we we have to learn how to conduct ourselves when we go out in public. Because we can't afford to keep having these incidents occur with these police officers. Because he could have lost his life. Yeah, it's, it's important that we recognize what is of true value. Is a meal at the Waffle House going, uh, getting involved in these kind of altercations? And um, for me, that is the reason why I have chosen not to accommodate the Waffle House. I don't care what time it is. It just seems to me that the kind of issues that keep consistently happening at the Waffle House are not the kind of situations I want to find myself in. Uh, There seems to be a lot of issues going on at the Waffle House. Um, I noticed um, at one point, one Waffle House wanted to charge for utensils, and that created an argument with the customer and the Waffle House. Now, I have never been anywhere where they charge you for utensils when you going when you're taking a takeout order, so you know you just got to recognize that some of these places um in the middle of the night are operating in a way that is not conducive uh to customer um loyalty, and so that we if we if that is the case, then I don't see anything wrong with uh stepping away from the Waffle house until their corporation finds a way to deal with these these situations. Uh and and it is just you can go to to YouTube and Google Waffle House and you can find hundreds of incidents of bad behavior between employees uh and employees and and customers and employees. So it uh, it's obvious that uh the corporate has some issues or some problems it needs to address, and uh, African Americans are getting the uh, the wrong end of the stick. We just had a uh, three or four African Americans murdered at a Waffle House, where a customer, uh, a black customer, intervened. Uh, so we really need to uh, decide whether or not we're going to let these kinds of things consistently happen, and we continue to support this corporation. You're absolutely right. And, I mean, we have to draw the line somewhere. We have to take a stand at some point. And, you know, um, even in New Orleans, we've had a couple of um, just recently Waffle Houses situations with um, being robbed at gunpoint. And here's the thing. They only closed for a short minute. And they open back up again for business. 
And, I mean, I can understand you making money, but, I mean, at some point, just like you mentioned, corporate need to really look at what's going on and what their place is projecting out to the public. And, again, I say, you know, we can control where our dollars are spent, and we have to make the decision where we're going to spend our dollars where the customer service is good and where our rights are not taken from us. So we can do a whole lot more about these situations than what we are. But we have to recognize, and with people coming here on this platform, it gives us the opportunity to be able to make suggestions to each other um, certain things that one may have done or another one have done, or different, any, you know, all of these things. That's why it's so beneficial to be, you know, here or to be a listener if you can't be on the show. Because if you're ever wondering some of the actions that can be taken, they are mentioned many a times on this show. So, we have to be able to start standing up for something, you know, and being on the show, you know, we um, we get a chance to hear the introduction song making a very good point. So, yeah, we got to take um, better control of our spending, our conduct, you know, and that's, again, we got to give the applause where they're due with the guys that um, that got arrested from um, Starbucks. Very good example of keeping your cool, of letting the system work for you. And with a video being shown, they can actually see who um, who was in the wrong. And um, based upon the fact that, you know, these two guys carried themselves in such a great way. We got to do better. We do. We have to. Staying in control is so important. You know, you have to recognize and understand that it is important for you never to be uh, out of control and using words, uh, foul language, and showing yourself uh, as though that you can be a threat. Uh, You can uh, simply, it is always best to be in control and asking whatever questions that you need to ask, if you need to ask for the corporate number or um, be somewhat defiant, but defiant under control. Uh, I saw a Waffle House um, a, uh, video where the Waffle House management locked the door as a African-American was walking up because they didn't want to even serve the African-American. So if if this is the the brand that the Waffle House wants to use, then we need to think of other options for um, you know uh, after hours eating. And so it is just sad that we find ourselves in this position. But you have to you have to hurt corporate uh, America in its pocket when it comes to certain situations. Uh, We're going to take another break, and we'll come back and continue talking. So, 
want to do. I'm here, baby. I'm ready, baby. I'm waiting on you. Believe me. I am patiently waiting.
by James T. DeShay. The experience of your touch is to know pleasure beyond the joy of passion. It is to life an extraordinary event that makes one completely forget the world around them. You create moments that will never be recreated. The senses of one's being are taken to a place that leaves their body unable to respond to normal stimulus. Your action can't be duplicated or reenacted because you bring a passion that only your spirit can display. Every intimate moment holds a secret exhibit of your feelings for me. I embrace them knowing that each movement of your body produces a perfect portrait of affection. My body is like a canvas waiting to be transformed from blankness to color. Only imagine with eyes tightly closed in darkness as the backdrop. I long to re-experience it daily. This is James T. DeShay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. This is a platform where your voice can be heard loud and clear. The show is on Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock West Coast Time, Saturday and Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 o'clock West Coast Time. Call in at 657-383-0309. Please visit my website, www.jamestdeshay.com. That's www.jamestdeshay.com. Please consider purchasing my book, Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, Passion, Desire, and Contemplation. They can be purchased at my website or at lulu.com. That's www.lulu.com. I look forward to you being a part of my audience. Call in so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. You know, we are living in a day and time when we have to pay close attention uh, to our civil rights and our ability to convey how we want to be treated. It is important that people recognize that we are not going to allow ourselves to be treated as second-class citizens. But as we go about our way day to day, we have to be sure that we carry ourselves in a way that requires people to respect who we are. We can't be out there acting uh, outside of the norm and expect people to treat us with uh, some, some some respect. So, Joyce, we, we do have a responsibility to carry ourselves in a way that doesn't attract our normal attention. I mean, Cheryl, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're so right. Um, and that really starts in the home with the teaching um, as far as teaching our children to be respectful 
and expecting the same thing when they go outside of the home. Um, And I find that when the parent and the child is being confrontational with each other, you can imagine what you're going to expect, what you're going to get when they are going out in public. So um, we do. And those that are not able um, or have not been teaching their children, you know, we can help as far as when we're around them. You know, we have teachers who help. We have um, Sunday school teachers as well that help. We have many. And, I, you know, and I believe and I know that a lot of um, that we here on this um, platform, we talk about it all the time or as, you know, helping um, with children and, you know, and we talk about how we raise our children in, in a respectable way. And imagine if we represented that in society, we would definitely not have, and I'm not saying it will take away another person's feelings, but it would really deflate a lot of the things that happen, you know, the way we carry ourselves. Um, and it speaks volume. It really does. It, you know, and I, and I go back to say about these two young men at Starbucks, I mean, this has left an impression and a very good example of how to conduct yourselves, you know, in a situation like this. So we got to get a little bit more control over ourselves in in different situations. You know, we can get through it being more calm without um, being verbally abusive and escalate the situation, um, you know, in any situation that occurs that something, you know, the bad that has been occurring. And one of the examples that we're talking about is at Waffle House. You know, it really could have been handled a whole lot different. Now, I'm not saying that the officer would have done anything different, but it should not have been anything. Before you get into that kind of altercation, walk away. Just walk away. But, and if you can't conduct yourselves, do... um, drive-throughs and go eat somewhere, you know, eat at home. But we got to represent better than um, what we have been. And we got to begin to instill, you know, over in generation after generation in our children. And a lot of it has to do with children raising children, you know. But we as um, grandparents can step in and be of great help to our children as boys helping as boys, you know, with teaching them. So it's it's quite a bit of things that we can be doing. Now, can we solve all, I mean, can we tackle everybody and change it? No, we can't. But we can do our best as far as um, helping to change a lot of things that's going on. Yeah, uh, Cheryl, we have to evaluate the risk re- versus reward. Uh, You cannot go into every public situation 
with the mindset that you're going to win an argument with somebody you don't even know. That you need to ask yourself, is this worth it? And so uh, in some cases, it is not worth the trouble that might uh, happen if somebody is, is bent on calling the police and getting them involved. Uh, you know, so you have to be real careful about whether or not you want to um, participate in an argument or or uh, confrontation to be escalated by the arrival of police officers, and it may not turn out in your best interest at that particular time. You are absolutely correct. And what happens is, you know, try to think about the end result before you open your mouth because, you know, you can be with a police record. You can, it could have gotten to the point where you were, um, there could have been death involved. It could have gotten to the point where um, if, you know, you steady on and on, and I'm not saying that he triggered it, you know. I mean, the cop is responsible for his own action, but we also are responsible for our own, our actions as well. And if we can do whatever we have to do to defuse anything, and walking away is so easy, then standing up there arguing with a fool, because when it, when you got two people that's arguing, you definitely look foolish to other people. So we have to take a different approach and realizing, you know, you, you end up with a police record. Um, there's just so many different ifs. And the way things are going today, we got to think about those things, even if it never, ever happens to us. You know, we got to think about if we are in such and such situation, what will we do? And I'm not saying at the time that we're going to actually do it, but at least we have in our mind. And walking away and not being confrontational, you know, even if it means that you're losing a few dollars, that you didn't finish your food, it is so worth it. So we got to determine what is of, 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 of greater value to us. And having a police record and being abused by a police officer, and none of these other things was worth me arguing with somebody. So we got to clearly begin to examine ourselves and our actions and putting our best foot forward. And like you said, represent us as a people much better. Realize that you're not only representing you, you know, your parents, you know, we as a community, you are representing so many people. And if this is your actions, come on now. We we got to do better than that. We have to. All right, we're going to take another break and we'll go, we'll come back.
remains the same throughout your life. Once you take your first breath, the measure of your future is unlimited. You only need to take one positive step after the other to get out of your present situation. Always know that there is a helping hand prepared to assist you along the way. Keep your head and your eyes facing forward to see the hearts of those ahead of you. The path they suggest will always be better than the issues that are behind you. The creator that protects us all will never move from where you last left him. He is patiently waiting for your return. God invested in you from the outset, and now it is time for your value to rise. Don't doubt that which has been there from the beginning, your ability to turn your dreams into reality. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, the radio show where your voice needs to be heard. The show is on seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in at 657-383-0309. Please visit my website, jamestdeshay2.com. That's jamestdeshay2.com. Also consider purchasing both my books. Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, Passion, Desire, and Contemplation. They can be purchased at my website or at lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. I look forward to you being a part of my audience. Call in every day at 657-383-0309. This is James Peter Shea, your host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. And I want to just ask you to please consider being part of our call-in audience so that your voice can be heard loud and clear. It is time for us to be a part of a movement that makes sure that we discuss the kind of situations that are impacting our lives today and tomorrow. We have to be part of the solution and not sit on the sidelines watching others making decisions that are going to change our lives. Uh, Cheryl, what is your final thought this evening? You know, as we talked about the many situations with the um, with the child being left in the car and how we conduct ourselves and we have that control over where we spend our dollars. And um, that I just believe, you know, in all of that, whatever we're doing, we can always do better. And let's do that. Let's do better. You say, Cheryl, we have to participate. And we can't sit on the sideline and expect others to do what is necessary uh, to make life better for us. We have to participate in making life better for ourselves and for others. We have to stand up and be counted. Uh, We can no longer just sit back and watch the game. We have to participate in it. You're right. You know, so often we look to others to to have the solutions, 
and we have to set the stage uh, to make things better for ourselves. Care, Cheryl. I'll see you tomorrow at 8:30 p.m. Uh, everybody, call in at 657-383-0309 so we can talk about the issues of the day. Take care, everybody. See you tomorrow at 8:30 on Thought, Love, and Reflection. your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place